Welcome to Spirit Goddess. I'm May. I'm Joelle. Let's dive into the world of spirituality together. Welcome back. Welcome back and happy Friday. Yay. (laughs) It's a little weird recording today because we are not in the same room as usual. And Uh we are on FaceTime right now (laughs) recording. This feels so odd. Yeah, it's a little funny, but... This is already starting off with like chaotic energy. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) But we're doing an easy episode for us to be apart. And we've had this episode be requested to us, actually. So we decided to do a part two. Yeah, our first requested episode. (laughs) We decided to do a part two of the reacting to Reddit ghost stories. Mm -hmm. This is going to be fun. And we're going to rate them on a spooky scale of one being Mm -hmm. not that spooky and 10 being the spookiest. Mm -hmm. I'm so ready. I low-key dream of being like a paranormal investigator. Mm -hmm. So I am going to eat this shit up. It's so fun. I just love hearing about other people's stories too, because as much as you can experience your own stuff and kind of hear it with your own ears and go through things yourself, it's Mm -hmm. something else to like read about other people's experiences. And it almost makes me more skeptical to read about other people's experience. But at the same time, it makes me believe in it more. It's like both sides. I get more skeptical because I'm like, is this really real? And then I am more intrigued because I'm like, oh shit, Mm -hmm. like somebody went through that. Yeah. It's weird. So let's just start it off right away with our first story here. It says, something invited itself into my friend's home. I've told the story on another subreddit, but this is the one haunting experience that really freaked me out. When I was younger, I had a next-door neighbor named Lexi, and she was my best friend. Our parents would go on trips on motorcycles with each other, and we would camp out at one of our houses until they came back. It was normal for us. We never had any paranormal events prior to this specific night. We were sitting in the bedroom, talking and doing what we normally did. We saw a bright light through her window, followed by the sound of motorcycles pulling into the driveway. We instantly think, okay, our parents forgot something, but before we could get up to leave the bedroom, we heard a knock and a soft woman's voice say, hello. The front door opened. This was a very familiar sound because the door scraped against the hardwood flooring. We panic, thinking there was an intruder at this point because this woman didn't sound like our family. We have very Texan voices. We scouted the house, scared out of our minds, just to find the front door wide open and nobody in the driveway. Nobody was in the house. We finally felt better. We walked back into her bedroom, but before she went to enter, she collapsed on the floor and started sobbing. I didn't know what was happening. I was scared, and she told me something as tall as a doorframe was standing in her parents' room. After her parents returned, her family continued to have paranormal activity in their house. They moved out. This is so, so interesting. I find it so weird when like people hear a voice that they don't recognize mm-hmm. and when they audibly hear something and not just like see stuff because it makes it more real, I feel. Mm-hmm. Super weird though. Uh, and I'm so curious, like did that figure or whatever stay there or did it move or did it disappear within thin air or was it just like a quick view yeah i want to know what happened after she saw that like i 
probably would just go on with my day if that <laughs> happened to me. I don't know that I would even do anything. Like after you hear a voice and you see something, but then like, I, I don't know what else you would do. Like nothing happened other than somebody opening yeah. the door, which is really creepy, but I don't know. I get very like territorial, I guess. I would probably yeah. go around my house screaming, get the fuck out or I'll beat the <laughs> shit out of you. And like go around <laughs> outside and make sure nothing is around me. I'd probably like grab a gun or something like that too. Just to, <laughs> just to make myself feel yeah. better. Like I can actually fight this off. But yeah, that's probably what I would do. I don't know. One out of 10 spooky, I would probably rate this maybe a three. Yeah. I think I think so too. Maybe a three. People are gonna think yeah. we're fucking crazy. <laughs> like, oh, this is just a three. But there's there's some crazier ones coming up, so don't you worry. You're, we're gonna get higher up on the scale. Yeah. So three out of ten spooky. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the next one goes. One morning, my wife told me about a creepy floating head she saw at night while laying in bed. However, she never actually described what it looked like. So when I had the same experience two weeks later, I was excited to share it with her. We went back and forth describing the ghost, sharing as much detail as we could. Finally, my wife shared that her ghost had a beard and was relieved I said that mine had no facial hair at all. However, her face went pale as she confessed to testing my story. Her floating head, in fact, had no facial hair either. Our descriptions matched 100%. My wife and I never believed in ghosts until we both saw the same one. Hmm. That's really cool. It's like that's yeah. That's really cool. smart wife for changing her story to see if his would actually match yeah. hers, like for real. Yeah. <laughs> but that's so. That's funny. That's so cool though, and I feel like that can help, like confirm that ghosts are real mm -hmm. for them by having both the same experience. I wonder what that would be though, like just a floating head, like if there was actually a ghost kind of like presenting himself walking around the room like was it maybe that he was wearing all black and wearing like a full cloak so maybe you could only see the yeah. head like i don't know it's a little weird i don't know would that creep you out seeing just a head i would probably think that i'm hallucinating yeah. to be honest <laughs> i don't know yeah. that i would right away think ghost if it was like in the middle of the night like they say seeing a floating head it depends on like how physical it looks like if mm -hmm. it looks like a normal person's head or if it looks a bit faded yeah i'd probably think that i was still kind of dreaming mm -hmm. but i don't know it's a little odd i don't really know what i would do i'd probably just close my eyes and be like i'm safe yeah i'm protected and just go back to bed i don't know because also as humans we're so used to looking at facial features that we will find mm -hmm. facial features in literally everything like you know you can look at a oh, cloud yeah. and be like oh my god this cloud looks like jesus but yeah it's literally also because like, you're seeing it <laughs> yeah with your human eyes everybody's has those experiences where you wake up in the middle of the night and your like shirt or hoodie that was hanging on the door oh, yeah. you thought it was a person yeah so it's it'd be weird i don't know i wonder what it was yeah but yeah, I could definitely see how I would think like a potted plant or something was maybe a floating head. Yeah, same. Because I've of the literally night. done that before. I swear. Yeah, I swear. <laughs> so spooky out of ten, mm, maybe like a one in the moment, one or two. 
I think I would say zero out of ten for me. Yeah. The next story is, my brother suddenly started calling himself by another name when he was little. He said he came from the jungle. Sometimes he would have dreams about monsters rising from the ground and he would yell for Pete. And he would wake up saying that he couldn't save Pete from the monsters. We visited the Vietnam War Memorial. He took off running down the hall and stopped and stood there with his hand on the wall for a while and he said, I'm sorry, Pete. Then he never had that dream again and never used the other name again. And he has forgotten all about it like it never happened. That's a weird like past life story, I feel. Yeah, I really feel like this is a type of reincarnation or remembering a past life type of thing mm-hmm. and it's weird when kids do that because it's weird that they would know things mm-hmm. and like names and stuff and for him to be in a war memorial and just run up to something that's a little weird mm-hmm. i don't know that i would say it's creepy i would think that it's more fascinating oh yeah it's really really cool i find it really fascinating and i wonder if because he's saying that he had a lot of dreams about it. I wonder if dreams are a way or a portal for us to maybe see or experience what we've experienced before. Because I swear I've mm-hmm. had certain dreams where there's people in my dreams that I don't know in real life, but in my dream, mm-hmm. like they feel extremely, extremely familiar. There's just so many different theories on dreams. like. Mm-hmm. The fact that dreams could be in the multiverse, dreams could be from past lives. But I've also heard like the stuff about seeing people that you don't know, that you've never seen before. I've heard the theory, or I don't even know if it's a theory, I think it's a scientific fact. Your eyes and your brain will remember faces even if you've seen it for like a split Mm -hmm. second and don't even recollect it. Like a stranger that you pass on the street, you might not even be able to say if it was a guy or a girl that you walked past but in your dream your brain could produce that face on a person and that those are the people that you're not aware of in your dreams it is actually people that you've seen with your own eyes but you don't realize it Mm -hmm. and i can't remember if that's actually a scientific fact or a theory but i do remember hearing that a lot that would make your brain is just like that powerful and it's so weird that would make a lot of sense that makes me think of um what movie is it with uh, Bradley Cooper and he takes like drugs, a certain drug, and it makes him access certain parts of his brain and like little things that he's seen just for a couple of seconds he remembers. Oh, I don't know. I don't know if I've ever seen that. Limitless. That's- Limitless? Yeah. Okay, I I don't think I've seen that. It's so cool. It literally is about like this guy that takes a drug and it makes him access certain parts of his brain that he didn't have previous access. And then certain things he just saw, like at, when he was young or like a book he, he saw the title of or remembers seeing a paragraph. He remembers like all the information. Weird. Which is like our brains are probably that powerful for real and we just don't uh-huh. have full access to that power. <laughs> yeah. All right. The next story. So my youngest brother, Corey, passed away a few years ago. After the funeral, a reception was held at the basement of a local church. There was a small stage area at one end with a backdrop and curtains on the side. I was talking to family and friends at the table when my wife points out that our three-year-old son is running around on the stage and maybe he shouldn't be in case he falls. 
He's running back and forth in a way that looks like he's being chased, dodging back and forth, speeding up, abrupt turns, laughing like a loon, hiding behind the curtains, and then taking off again. I go over and ask him innocently, what you doing, little man? And he replies, chasing with Uncle Cory. Fucking chills. <laughs> I love that. I think that's very sweet. And it's not the first story that I've read of kids having experiences at a funeral. Mm -hmm. I've had kind of an experience like that. I don't really? remember it fully, but my grandmother told it to me when I was older. And it was um, when my great grandmother passed away. I was like probably five or six. And obviously my parents didn't want me at like a funeral. I'm so young and mm -hmm. I, I kind of knew what was going on obviously, but like they didn't want me at the funeral. And I yeah. had a little brother and all of that. And we went to my grandmother for like a sleepover so that mm -hmm. my parents could go to the funeral that day and grieve with the family and have a night or whatever. And the ni that night, the night that she was like buried previously, a couple hours previous, my grandmother was putting me to bed and I told her, say bye to Nana because she's standing in the corner right there and she's leaving and she's not gonna be able to come back and say bye. And my, oh. and my grandmother was scared fucking shitless because I just kept staring, <laughs> I just kept staring at the corner like late at night and like waving and like talking to my Nana. Oh my God. But I don't really remember it, but my grandmother <laughs> remembers That's that very clearly. so funny. Which is so cool because I, I don't know, I think kids have a certain maybe connection or Mm -hmm. their eyes are open to seeing things that we don't necessarily see. Yeah, for sure. Just fresh new souls. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it would also make sense because when you like get older, you're kind of told what is real and what is not. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like if you say like, oh my God, there's a monster but underneath my bed, your parents are going to be like, no, monsters don't exist. So therefore you mm -hmm. are like, your beliefs are changing. So you probably lose that connection because you no longer believe yeah, in that stuff that's true. when you get older. Yeah, I love this. Possible. I would say any story like this, I wouldn't really necessarily say it's spooky. Yeah, no, I think it's either. really fascinating. Yeah, same. I think it's cute. <laughs> it's really cute, I love it. Okay, the next story. So back when I was a cool young kid, me and some friends wanted to do paranormal investigations. So we did what all cool kids did. We took an audio tape, recorded, and hit up the local graveyard after dark. On this particular fall night, we were walking around and I saw a little toy excavator at the foot of a child's headstone. I picked it up and thought, man, that's sad to see a small children's grave. Then I put it back and started to walk away. I started getting a super weird feeling that someone was walking up behind me, but all my friends were ahead of me. Then out of nowhere, the leaves started shuffling behind me and I got pushed. I told everyone I had been pushed by something and marked the time so we could review our audio recording later. When we got back home, we went over the recording and you could hear a kid laughing when I got pushed. It was fucking wild. I still get the chills thinking about it. I really wish we still had that old recording. There was definitely no one aside from us in that graveyard that night. 
<laughs> That's a little bit more spooky. Yeah, I think I'd be a little scared if I got pushed mm -hmm. to the ground and then later heard a child laughing yeah. in the tape. I feel like that child was definitely like, don't touch my toys, yeah. man. And then just pushed him down. But yeah, that, that one's a little spookier for sure. Yeah. I kind of get the kid though. Like if yeah. I'm dead. Don't take stuff Yeah, from if I'm dead and someone put this toy for me on my grave, like you bet your ass I'm going to push you if you touch my toy. <laughs> what you doing? Mind your business. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That one's, yeah. At the same time, being pushed by something that you can't see, like it's scary. <laughs> yeah. And hearing, like feeling a presence near you is something that I'm very like open to and aware mm -hmm. of because I do feel presences around me when there is, you know, somebody in the room that I can't see. But feeling somebody like run up to you from behind, hearing the leaves rustle and ruffle and then being pushed, mm -hmm. that's <laughs> that's a little level above just feeling presences. That's yeah. a little spooky. I feel like my heart would start to race as soon as I feel somebody running up behind oh, me. Oh yeah. Yeah, same. Oh yeah. That'd be a little creepy. Yeah. I'd say that one would be maybe like a three or four out of ten. Yeah, I was spooky. gonna say the same thing. The next one is I was in bed and woke up to my brother in my doorway screaming. I immediately ran to him, but he ran away. When I caught him, I asked why he was screaming and he said he saw another me hovering over myself, laughing, and was terrified of me for a while. Now he doesn't remember, but my parents do. That's weird. That is weird. Like another you just on top of you yeah. while you're sleeping, laughing at you. Oof. I'd be... I, that would terrify me if I was a child going into my sibling's room and saw oh, that. Yeah. That would absolutely scare me. Oh, yeah. But I'm so fascinated, though. I want to know, like, what it was. Yeah. Was it a kind of entity that likes looking like other people? Like, is that why he saw another her? Yeah. Somebody that was trying to, like, become her? Was it maybe another version of her? Yeah. Somewhere? Was it her inner self? Like, I know some people talk about, like, your higher self, but some people also mention the lower self, which is, like, the complete opposite of your higher self, basically. Like, was that maybe a manifestation of her lower self uh -huh. showing up and, like, tormenting her? I don't know. It's really weird. It's very fascinating. It kind of reminds me, right under that um, post on Reddit, there's a comment <laughs> mentioning how it reminds them of Haunting of Hill House. Have you ever watched mm -hmm. that? It does remind me of Haunting of Hill House a lot with Nelly. It reminds me of, I don't want to spoil it for anybody yeah, who didn't watch it. I but I think I remember though. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's just, if you want to know what we're talking about, go watch Haunting of Hill House. Yeah. I don't want to spoil it for you because it's a really big point. But anyway, that's, yeah, that's a pretty spooky one. I don't know. I would say maybe four, four out of 10. I think I would say probably two out of 10. Two out of 10? Yeah, okay. I think for me, feeling something physically scares me more than, than seeing, seeing something it. yeah okay for me it depends on the scenario it's kind of like not dependent on how it's done like whether i see something or feel something it depends on the context or yeah. like what it is i think for me like seeing it i would find it would be easier for me to find an explanation for seeing something physically but it'd be harder for yeah. me to find an explanation for feeling something physically or like 
feeling pushed or being pushed, I'd, I would have a harder time finding like a scientific or a logical explanation for something like that than if I'm yeah. seeing something, I think I wouldn't like be a little bit more skeptical about it. That's fair, actually. So next story. I figured that my childhood home was haunted by a child and it took a liking to me because my sisters didn't have interactions as I did. A few examples were the TV changing to different kid channels when I would watch ESPN, tennis balls rolling towards me, faint laughter when I was losing on Halo, and so on. My uncle moved in one summer and, well, we didn't have the best of relationship. He was an ass sober and a dick when drunk. To top it off, he took my room. I tried to ignore him, but my ghostly friend took offense to the way he acted. One day, he looked shaken up. He complained to me that night before he was awoken with a sharp pain on his side. When he turned over, he said he thought he saw a shadow disappearing into my closet. He then showed two sets of five red marks running down his side and back. It didn't take him long for his second encounter to happen. When he was alone in the house, he saw a child-sized black shadow in the kitchen with a white eye and a red eye. Frozen, he stared at it as it slowly pointed towards him and he knew why. He has never felt comfortable in that house since. I still feel that presence whenever I visit my parents, but in a pleasant way. Hmm. I think being a kid, I would low-key love that. I'd be like, mm, he protect, he attack. Most importantly, <laughs> he fight my uncle back. But uh, <laughs> being the uncle, I think I would shit bricks. Like, oh, yeah, absolutely. Being Same scratched, thing. Being scratched like that? Oh, no. Yeah, and like having marks on you not just like yeah. feeling it but having physical proof mm -hmm. that something did that to you and then seeing a little child size shadow mm -hmm. point at you yeah. I would think it's the end of my days are numbered like yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm out soon like that's what I would think oh my god yeah that would be terrifying mm -hmm. you think like he'd pull some 11 shit and you start like floating in the air like Vecna <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> no so i think yeah. if you're if you're the uncle for me that'd be definitely like a six out of ten um if you're the kid though zero out of ten that's really fucking cool yeah especially if he says he felt it in the pleasant way yeah i would same thing for the kid i would definitely say zero out of ten for the uncle i'd probably say more like a, a six or seven out of mm -hmm. ten if i was him in the moment mm -hmm. for sure the next one is woke up one night around 1 a.m heard the shower was on I thought it was my brother, he works night shifts, so I thought he had come home late and was in the shower. It went on for about half an hour until I got up and went to see what the fuck he was doing. No one was in the shower, my brother wasn't home yet, I was the only one in the house. Still to this day, I have no idea how it turned on or who did it. Almost five years later, I still think about it and shit myself. Even writing this now, I feel like turning every light on in the house. And why do I do this to myself? <laughs> That's weird. Like the mm. actual shower head turning on and then going to see that it is on. Oof. I swear there's something about spirits and 
any kind of water faucets or taps that they love turning on in these kinds of stories. Mm, that and I think anything electric also that has an electrical charge because I've had oh, yeah. like speakers turn on randomly or like radios mm -hmm. at my parents house that and like you yeah. you hear stories of kids toys like going off yes too. oh so the I, music toys yeah yeah I think they low-key <laughs> love that stuff anything that has any kind of energy yeah. in a way lights is like an, a super easy one uh -huh. for them to do and I've also heard how so many so many times when people go like ghost hunting their cameras the battery will just drain because mm -hmm. it's something that they can kind of harness to get more access into this physical world. Mm -hmm. It's just weird. I would say that this story has, I'd say probably like a four out of 10 mm -hmm. spooky. I feel Finding out you're totally alone. I feel like I'd be more scared to find out that there's nobody else for me to tell the story to oh, in the house yeah. that it happens and just being like by yourself and then looking around and being like, okay, what do I do now? I feel like that would scare me more. Yeah. I feel like you've experienced something like this though. Didn't me? Yeah. Didn't you have a story of hearing something and like nothing was there? Yeah. I've heard tons in one of my old houses. There was like the kitchen, there was dishes always moving around and at night it would literally sound like there was people like making food or putting away the stuff from the dishwasher into the cabinets and you could hear dishes and everything and I would literally come out of my room and stand close to the kitchen and sometimes I could still hear it but there was nothing there like no cabinets open really it's just you could hear everything but it didn't scare me that much because all three of my other roommates were home in their rooms they did not hear the sounds that I did except the one time one of them did but I was never actually alone in the house. So it didn't scare me that mm. much. I mean, obviously it's weird and a bit eerie to hear stuff that's not actually happening. But I feel like if I was actually completely home alone, it would scare me more. Mm -hmm. What's your theory on that? Do you think that it's ghosts that have passed but live there that you're hearing sounds that happen at a certain time period yeah i think it could be that kind of like seeing the worlds of time and the worlds of energy that did happen mm -hmm. like in the past somebody was unloading the dishwasher or something putting dishes away or maybe it's somebody in spirit form that just continued their routine yeah. and still <laughs> lived there and still did their own dishes and cleaned up after themselves and i was just hearing it in their world. I've also heard stuff about like multiverse theory mm, going into this, mm -hmm. how there could have been another like life, I guess, another universe where somebody was in the kitchen at that exact time doing something. And I was kind of having access to the in-between where I could hear what they were doing in the kitchen in their own world, but I couldn't see it. Mm. So I could hear it, but not see it because it was actually happening in that same moment yeah. as me. I've heard those kinds of theories too. That's so and I'm interesting. Almost, I'm almost more inclined to believe those mm -hmm. than believing the fact that I was hearing something from the past or that somebody you know, that's passed away was able to create yeah. these sounds without anything actually moving. I'm almost more inclined to feel like stories like this are more to do with, I don't know, multiverse theory possibly. Yeah. Except for the story that we read where the shower had actually turned on. I think that was probably 
a ghost doing that. Maybe he turned it on by accident and he's like, oh shit, didn't know I could do that. Oops. So he's like, oops, <laughs> turn it off, turn it off. Yeah. And then he can't, but I don't know. So interesting. It's interesting though. Mm -hmm. The next story. My old coworker had a son that was in his mid thirties and he had a son named Hunter that was four or five. She said that Hunter would have bad dreams and that he would sleep with his dad when he got scared. One night, his dad woke up because he heard Hunter calling him, but he was calling him by his name, not dad. So he went to his room and he was sleeping. He woke him up and said, Hunter, you were calling me, is everything okay? And Hunter said, dad, when they call you, you're not supposed to answer and fell back asleep. <laughs> I'd be so scared if, if my kid said that to me. <laughs> I feel like there's a very, very easy explanation for this though. Like and when you're yeah. waking up somebody in the middle of the night and are asking them questions, like I've done this with my boyfriend, he'll literally answer gibberish. Like he'll say <laughs> yeah. something that is so irrelevant, but because they're asleep, like they're just, Mm-hmm. I've also had the thing where when I'm half asleep, if I'm thinking of something, like very specifically, I'll almost hear that word out loud as if somebody else said it, but it's mm -hmm. really because I'm in the half sleeping point and my brain yeah. is just like too awake and I hear it as if like either I said it out loud and I'm like did I just say that out loud or does somebody else say it but I was actually just thinking it so it could be one of those like half asleep and you just hear stuff because I almost feel like sometimes when I'm sleeping after I like snooze an alarm or something and you're having those very vivid weird yeah. dreams sometimes I'm still dreaming when I'm actually more awake yeah. and I can hear and see stuff while I'm more awake than I am asleep. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I feel so that. So it could kind of, yeah, I feel it could kind of be one of those, especially the stuff that happens right when you wake up. I feel like that could be an explanation for all of those. Yeah, yeah. I was, a couple years ago, I was like really, really depressed and not feeling good and I would sleep a lot and Hunter and I think the guys came to woke me up at like some point because I decided to take a nap and we were gonna go somewhere and I literally like woke up supposedly and like started mm -hmm. swearing at them and being like fuck <laughs> off leaving me alone and then I went back to sleep and they woke me up saying like oh my god like you were swearing at, that, at us you were so angry and I did not remember waking up at all so it could be like a silly mm. thing like that where like he's just talking in his sleep and then his dad is like are you okay? And he's like, uh, you're not supposed to answer. Yeah. Cause he's like <laughs> in this state of half asleep, half awake, yeah. like you were saying. And it's also possible that the kid didn't mean it in a weird, creepy oh, way. No. And he probably just meant dad, it's in the middle of the night and you're asleep. You probably just, you're not supposed to answer. You're supposed to yeah. be dead. Yeah. <laughs> so who knows? Mm -hmm. Who knows? So this next story I feel like is the epitome of what people say is a glitch in the matrix. Okay. So this story goes, I dropped my mug on the floor accidentally, heard no noise when it hit the floor, go to pick it up and it's gone. I honestly went to bed and pondered what happened and slept feeling incredibly uncomfortable. That is weird. Uh -huh. I feel like I would 
honestly just question myself so much in a situation like that I'd be like am I okay like am I Mm -hmm. completely asleep right now am I so tired am I on something like it's just weird yeah I would think that I hallucinated it what is your theory on this Uh, it could be many things I don't know if we're talking about like a spiritual explanation I would maybe say I don't even know like Honestly, I don't know. I would just say that my explanation for it would be that I was so tired right in the morning Mm -hmm. that I did my usual routine, got my mug, but I actually didn't get my mug and I feel like I dropped it and there was nothing there. Mm -hmm. That's the only kind of explanation I could think for that because I feel like it's almost something I would maybe do if I was extremely exhausted. But I don't know. What do you think? I think it depends because it depends on the context. So if this is yeah, if this is you and like you clearly remember grabbing a mug and dropping it, then I'd be like, okay, this is this is weird. This is hard to believe that I did not uh-huh. grab a mug. And then I would say maybe, like you said, a glitch in the matrix. And then yeah. I would relate that to the multiverse theory and like kind of like the Mandela effect theory of how like two realities collided and then stuff changed in our reality I would think like something collided in that moment and then like so like as soon as you dropped your mug something you switched timeline so you did drop your mug it did break but when you went to go pick it up you're in a new timeline that there was no yeah like something weird like that yeah yeah but hey this is just a theory that or like you've once again, we're low-key asleep and actually didn't grab a mug, one or the other. Not <laughs> Just didn't grab a mug. Yeah, not spooky, Walking though. around in the morning. Yeah, no, I wouldn't say spooky. I would just say weird. Yeah, odd. Just weird. Mm-hmm. Okay, and the next story. A lady's voice coming from my closet asking for help. My closet door was cracked and she said, help me, I see you through the cracks. Every synonym for the word scared was coursing through my body. I went and checked to see if there was a woman in need of help, but nothing was there but my clothes and shoes. That's weird. Yeah, that is very weird. I don't know. That's just a little odd. Yeah. Especially because it wasn't just a one word and it was actually like, help me, I see see you through the cracks. That's that's weird. It's really weird. It would make me extremely uncomfortable and I would probably get a new closet door. Yeah. <laughs> that doesn't have cracks. Yeah. Or something. <laughs> Literally no closet. Like I would barricade yeah, the no. fucking closet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's a little odd. It, it almost feeds into like all of the stories of kids thinking there's someone in their closet. Mm-hmm. And even recently so my closet door doesn't really shut all the way and from my bed I can see the closet door from the reflection in my mirror and I jokingly tell myself every time I see it I'm like if I see a face right now through the mirror standing in my closet that'll be really weird but I just think it's funny that this person actually had somebody in their closet saying something to them yeah it's weird it's so weird and the fact that they pointed out 
like, hey, I see you through the cracks. Like something that's real. Yeah. Like the cracks in the closet yeah. is a real physical thing and that person said it. Yeah. It makes it more real. Very Oof. weird. I would say if I was that person hearing that, it would probably be a 7 out of 10 spooky. Mm. Yeah, I'd definitely say like a 5 or a 6 out of 10 spooky. Yeah. I think <laughs> I'm so curious. I think I would be the person to be like, where are you? Or like start asking questions. Who are you? Yeah. Who are you? Like I'd be like, where'd you come from? Where did you go? Yeah. Like, are you physically in my closet? How did you get closet? there? <laughs> yeah. Are you physically in my closet? Or once again, are you in another reality stuck in between realities? Because oh. what if the person was saying, I see you through the cracks and it wasn't the cracks in the closet yeah, the cracks. and it was actually referring to the cracks in the veil of whatever. Yeah. That would be an interesting theory. Anyways, it's just very fascinating. Like, I'd be yeah. so curious. I'm just too curious for this. The next one goes, one afternoon in college, I came back from classes and decided to sit on the couch and have a snack. After that, I just passed out. I had a nightmare of some bloody-faced demon-ish thing screaming in my ear at the top of its lungs, woke up and went about the rest of my day. My roommate comes back later that night and goes into his room as I'm sitting in the main living room area. At some point, he lets out this random startled scream, which leads me running down the hall to see what's going on. He looks at me and goes, I swear to God, someone with a bloody face just walked from your bedroom into the bathroom. I never told him about my nightmare I had earlier in the day. I didn't sleep for two days. Nothing ever happened again. Yeah, that is weird. Because once again, that's two people having... Not a similar encounter, but seeing the same thing. Yes, and I think that would almost scare me more. Like the dream obviously would be scary, mm -hmm. but knowing that somebody else without knowing what I dreamed about has seen the creature that I had a dream about, that would scare me mm -hmm. because that would make it real. Yeah. Because like, what if that creature was actually beside me screaming in my ear? Oof, that's gross. Yeah, bad vibes. You had a similar experience yes. to this yes but you were not asleep no i was awake i was awake and ugh, it's just it was a feeling it wasn't i like i didn't see anything physically uh -huh. it was a presence and usually when i feel a presence and it's trying to communicate with me my ear is gonna ring on whichever side they're they're gonna be on and i know that like someone's mm -hmm. trying to talk and like something came right next to my ear and was literally like screaming and I could feel it because my ear was like ringing and I felt j just like the almost a breeze. You know when someone's yeah. next to you, you feel someone next to you even though they're not mm -hmm. touching you. You know that like presence feeling like something was right there and screaming in my fucking ear and I did not like it. Oof. It was not fun. Yeah. It, it definitely is a little bit spooky. Yeah. I'd say for that one, after the roommate says that they just saw somebody walking across that looked like my nightmare, I'd probably say 8 out of 10 spooky. Yeah. Yeah, I would say definitely 8 out of 10 as well. So the next story is my grandfather passed away when I was 8 and my little brother was 2 or 3-ish. He had this big lazy boy chair in the living room that he always planted himself in. Everyone knew this chair was grandpa's chair. 
first of all, I feel like almost every grandpa has a fucking grandpa mm-hmm. chair because I my grandpa <laughs> has his chair. Trust me. Um, anyway, we went down to my grandparents' house in Florida for a long weekend to attend the funeral, etc. We're all chatting the first night there in the living room, and my mom was sitting in the lazy boy chair. My little brother goes up to my mom and says, Grandpa wants his chair back. My mom asks him where Grandpa is, thinking he probably didn't understand death, to which he responds, he's right behind you. My mom bolted <laughs> off the sofa immediately. I feel like that is such a grandpa thing. He's like a ghost and he's like, nah, even though I'm dead, this is still my chair. Yeah, Get up. It's still my chair. Yeah. <laughs> if anybody's ever seen Big Bang Theory with Sheldon's spot on the couch, knows that Sheldon would do this even in death. <laughs> Get I love it. Spot. I love it. But I feel like, yeah, like you said, like every grandparent has their chair yeah. and their spot and I actually had a friend in high school that her grandma or great-grandma I don't remember rocking chair was in her basement mm-hmm. and the chair would rock by itself mm-hmm. sometimes because we know that grandma was sitting in that chair at that time mm-hmm. and I feel like those are the kinds of objects that they were just so prominent in somebody's life and they built an attachment to that person in life that those objects are almost always quote i guess haunted Mm -hmm. after that person passed away yeah because if also they've spent most of their time energy and everything like all their energy Mm -hmm. and everything is there at that spot yes like their a whole chunk of their life yeah their energy is seeping in that one spot and i've also i feel like some of those things are true too with like old vanities Mm -hmm. and stuff like that like how old vanity desks are haunted and it's because somebody spent so much time there and spent so much energy there that like those things are bound to be attached to some kind of spirit so I would say literally zero out of ten spooky I would kind of low-key love it if my grandpa was like I would think it's really sweet yeah I know me too I'd be (laughs) like oh yeah let me get off The next story has two different paranormal encounters. The first one says, Me and my cousin were in the basement playing video games while the adults were at the hospital for a sick grandma. The door on the third floor started shaking and the dogs were going crazy. When it went up, it stopped and we got the call that our grandma passed. That could definitely be grandma walking around and just saying her goodbyes to all the dogs. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And then the second story in this post goes, When I was younger, I was at a buddy's and my mom called me to come home. I left on my bike and when I got home, my family was crying and freaked out. I asked what was wrong and they asked where the hell I was. I eventually looked at the clock and it took me over three hours to get home from my buddy's house that was like four blocks away. I still to this day have no idea what happened and don't remember the bike ride home. I've heard a story like this where people were claiming possible alien encounters Mm. or something where you just completely lose time or jump in time where you just lost like three hours where to you it lasted five minutes the bike ride but then to everybody else it was over three hours yeah just so odd it's very cool though there was a it makes me think there was like a famous story about that i i forget what um 
the people's names were, but they were on like this car ride, I guess, going somewhere and they I, they got abducted. And for them, uh-huh. it literally seemed like two minutes had passed, but they were gone for like a fucking long period of time. It's just weird. It's Oof. so cool. And I don't even know if I would have like any sort of real explanation of what could have happened. Unless this person literally fell into like a meditative trance yeah, on their bike dis- on their way dissociated. home and stayed in one spot for like three hours. Yeah, that or like maybe once again, maybe they have <laughs> something going on like DID and they didn't know and they were literally actually gone yeah. for three hours and did not know because they were completely dissociated. Yeah. That's possible. I've been completely dissociated, and trust me, I don't remember a lot of things. I would get... It's weird. Yeah, I would get to work, and I'd be like, I have no fucking clue how I got up this morning. I don't even remember. But then imagine if you showed up to work literally four hours late and had no idea why. Yeah, that'd be even... Oh, my God. That'd be scary. Scary on, like, a mental part. You're like, am I going crazy? Where did time go by? Mm-hmm. I would say like zero or one out of 10 spooky, yeah. probably six out of 10 odd. Yeah, very odd. <laughs> so the next story is, so when I was around 12, my mother had to go out of town for a bit and she left me home alone for a few days. We lived close to relatives, so it wasn't a big deal back then. She refused to give me a mobile phone because she figured she could call me on the landline if anything came up. She told me the date when she'd be back and that was that. The date arrives and I hear my mom knocking on the door downstairs calling my name. My dog, who loved her, got excited when she heard her voice and ran down to go ahead and greet her. She got to the door freak the hell out and ran back upstairs to me. I refused to go down and open the door. The phone started ringing and the knocking stopped. I picked up the phone to hear my mom say, hey, I'm sorry I have to stay one more day here. I'll head home tomorrow. Oof. (laughs) Yeah. Gross. Bad vibes. Would I say it's ghost related? I don't think so. If anything, it would people would say that it would be white walker or skin not white walker the fucking game of thrones shit skinwalker related of the voice like saying i'm home knocking at the door yeah the dog coming down because he recognizes the voice but then running back up yeah but i don't know once again it's very weird context for this would definitely help try to figure like a logical explanation Because also, Mm -hmm. if you're living deep in the fucking woods around nobody and then you hear that, then I'd probably go to like, oh, Skinwalker. Yeah. But if you live in like a very busy town with neighbors really close to you and then they said that they had relatives really close to them, could it also be someone that's trying to abduct a kid alone, home alone, and then Mm -hmm. using... I don't know, a female voice or a female recording. Yeah. And they thought... Possibly. And then the dog maybe just got excited at the knocking or yeah, something. Yeah, heard a female yeah. voice and just got excited and then ran down and saw, like, it's a fucking, like, man or something like that. And then was And like, probably when they heard the dog, that's probably why they stopped knocking yeah. and went away. Yeah. That... That's interesting. Or who knows if also they maybe wanted to break in to the home without knowing that 
there was somebody there and then when they heard the dog and the phone rang they were like oh fuck somebody is there because a lot of people that break into houses what they'll typically do is they'll go knock a couple times and if somebody answers the door then they have an excuse yeah. just to ask for something yeah if nobody answers oh maybe it's empty yeah exactly so i don't know definitely Very creepy odd. but without also seeing what was downstairs I don't know if I could say this is a ghost. Yeah, I don't know. For me, ghost-wise, maybe like a one out of 10, but creepiness-wise, like intruder, somebody wanting to kidnap, like definitely like mm -hmm. a fucking seven out of 10. Yeah, I fully agree with that. So the last story that we have here says, just told this story to a coworker. It was around seven years old and it was near the holidays. The house I grew up in had a downstairs and a basement so I left my pillow downstairs after a long movie binge and went to grab it later that evening. Grab the pillow and look up. See a man on the other side of the room, dressed to the nines, just looking around, paying no attention to me. Weird thing was, he was entirely gray, head to toe, skin color, and everything. Gray. I'm staring, jaw wide open, completely petrified with fright. He looks up at me, notices I'm able to see him, drops his jaw lower than humanly normal, almost as if it was screaming at me, but without sound. Then he ran through the wall and disappeared. I wasn't able to go downstairs if the lights were off until after I was a teenager. That's weird. Yeah, have you ever like heard of like Slenderman? Yeah. Like that's the vibe yeah. it's giving me. Yeah. And like I've seen in movies, especially that thing where this person's talking about where they drop the jaw lower uh -huh. than humanly possible and it almost looks like they dislocate their jaw. Yeah. And it's like such a wide, like open mouth. It is terrifying. Yeah. Like it's so scary. And I don't know what it is. Ghosts that are well-dressed are just creepier. <laughs> yeah. Cause they have a human, human, like yeah to them. yeah it's yeah. it's like how a lot of people don't like robots that look very very close to humans because it gives us a fucking mm -hmm. creepy feeling because it looks like a human but it isn't and we don't like that yeah <laughs> we don't like that yeah. as humans <laughs> anything that kind of has that humanly feel yeah. is just automatically creepier because you know that it's not one and yeah any ghost that wears a suit or a dress oof yeah get out of here i would definitely say creepy like a good five out of ten i'd say probably like a six or seven yeah. out of ten yeah just seeing the person look at you uh -huh. realize that you're there and then the jaw like dislocates and starts like silently screaming that would terrify me i think if i saw that with my own eyes i'd question it for the rest of my life but it would scare me on the spot absolutely yeah because I'm rereading it. Like, they weren't asleep or anything like that. No, they were wide awake going downstairs to go grab something. Grab a pillow. And the person w was just looking around the room. Yeah. Not paying attention until they noticed that they were looking at him. It's so interesting. It's weird. Yeah. I feel like another thing that's common, too, within ghost stories is that what's the scariest part is when the ghost or the spirit realizes that you can see them mm -hmm. because whatever they do after that is usually the terrifying part yeah because seeing them just seeing something is not that scary i mean yeah it's it's scary but it's not that scary until you realize that they 
also have a consciousness that realizes that you can see them mm -hmm. and that you're probably not supposed to. That's the scary part, yeah. I think. It makes me think of um, my dream that I told you about of like seeing this person or whatever standing at the door and opening it and closing it and opening it and closing it. And then when I said like, hey, stop, because I could see it, it got like fucking angry mm -hmm. and then completely shape-shifted. Like that's the vibe it's giving. Mm -hmm. Once they know that you know, mm -hmm. they get scarier. Oof. Yeah. Do you think it, because it, obviously this is a theory, right? There's no, mm -hmm. there's no way to <laughs> prove anything, but do you think that there are like certain, I guess, species or whatever living here right now on this earth and we can sometimes see them and that's like what this person saw mm, maybe i don't know because the problem i have with like that theory is the whole conspiracies that go deeper and like way bigger mm -hmm. of the people saying like lizard people and all mm -hmm. that like i but don't like know like skinwalkers for an example uh yeah in some areas i believe that it could be true yeah <laughs> my thing is and this is something that i think my brother told me when i was younger not that young though he didn't try to scare me but <laughs> it was a thing where he said how every species on the planet has a predator except us mm -hmm. but usually the prey won't automatically know what the predator is until they see it yeah. until they really see it for themselves so if you don't survive a predator attack then how would you know that there is a predator out there yeah. so that's the kind of thing that built my theories of yeah there is possibly something that's scarier than us mm -hmm. not necessarily like going after us but something that could potentially and yeah. i yeah potentially i mean are they real? Are they true? I don't know. Who knows? Yeah. In my own brain, do I think that it, they could be real? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I guess. Yeah, me too. <laughs> like, I wouldn't put it past by. Yeah. Also, because, like, we, there's so many parts of the world that we just haven't discovered, and it would be naive for us to think that we know absolutely everything that yeah. exists. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Like, there's definitely some shit that exists that we don't know about. Exactly. Like, we can't know everything. And there's a bunch of stuff for, like, like these experiences that there's actually no logical explanations to them. So... And it's just weird. Yeah. And, like, a lot of them where it's multiple people that experience the same thing, mm -hmm. either in the same way or different ways, it kind of proves to you that what you're seeing and what you're experiencing is 100% real mm -hmm. and that you're not the only one that experiences it and everybody has the potential to, like, see these things yeah. and experience these things and it makes it scarier and it also makes it more, like, questionable. So it's like, if everybody can experience it, then what is it? Yeah. Like, why don't we know what it is? Uh -huh. Why can't we explain what these things are if it's happening to so many people? Yeah. I think that's why I'm so curious, too, because I want to know. Like, I want to know personally what these things are. Are they real? But until I mm -hmm. experience it and see it myself, it's hard to wrap my mm -hmm. head around it. And even when you do experience it yourself, because we've both had very different paranormal experiences, yeah. but we both had experiences but even with that you still question it yeah there's still some skepticism even if i see it once and i did fully see a man standing behind me when there was no man standing behind me i still don't know okay what was it yeah why was he there what did he want 
like it's there's still so many questions that just experiencing it doesn't answer any of it it just yeah. makes more questions yeah and to be honest maybe there is no logical or scientific <laughs> explanation to these things because science and logic doesn't apply to them like we don't yeah that's also very true we don't know <laughs> like we we possibly don't even have the technology or the science yet to find the answers anyways these stories were very interesting though there were some spooky ones yeah well we hope you enjoyed this week's episode and we will see you next time bye, bye. Thank you for listening to this week's episode. You can listen to this podcast on Spotify, Apple, Anchor, and Google Podcasts. And you can find us on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube at Spirit Goddess Podcast. We're happy to have you on this spiritual journey with us. See you next time.